Welcome to the Sacred Defiance podcast. This one's for the rebels, for the rule breakers and risk takers, for the ones who aren't afraid to get a little bit dangerous. Because we're staging a jailbreak. We're breaking out of the prison. Good girl conditioning has held so many of us hostage in and claiming the power that's rightfully ours. So we can get on with the business of being happy and free and doing our great work in the world. So if that's your jam, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Ashley Morgan. Let's go to the show. Welcome back to the Sacred Defiance podcast. I am your host, Ashley Morgan. Excited to be back with you for this episode. Uh, Today, we're going to talk all about how to create a system for prioritizing the relationships that matter most. And I, I... Gosh, I learned this um, like really head on while I was going to school. I was working full time. I had a family situation that was going on. My ex-husband had been diagnosed with acute lymphoblastic leukemia and I was active in church and church leadership and doing things like teaching Christian education and like all the things, right? So um, just had a lot happening in life and wanted to make sure that I was still really prioritizing and honoring the relationships that mattered most despite, you know, like I was at one point like sleeping like three hours a day (laughs) between work and school and just everything going on. And so What I understand is sometimes there just are seasons of your life that are busier than others where it's not like a a misalignment of values. It's not like you that, you know, it's not that you are doing things you shouldn't or overextending or pushing, but just quite simply, you're building something, you're working towards a big goal, you're accomplishing something that matters to you. And at the same time, you're still trying to manage your energy and just how you're able to show up in those most important relationships. So that's what we're going to jump into today. Uh, Before we do that, I want to let you know that Badass Boundaries, my three-month one-on-one coaching container is open. And this is exactly the kind of work that we do inside that container. We're going to go through and audit every single area of your life and look at like what season are you in relative to that area, whether that's your relationship, whether that's your health, whether that is your career, whether that's recreation and hobbies. We're going to look at it all and see where's the bar, right? Like where's the standard? Where's the boundary now? And what do you want it to be? And where do you want to see yourself in those areas? And then we'll create a plan around how to do that essentially. And in, in addition, like I think some of the most important work that we can do and that we'll do together in this container is dissolve the internal emotional conflict that comes up simply with you deciding to prioritize yourself. Uh, One of the most common things I hear from women and clients especially those of us who are high achieving, who are leaders, who, you know, are quote unquote work horses and work behind the scenes and really push and do and have strong, just, you know, a strong commitment to excellence and all of those things, vital, vital things that move the world forward, move your life forward, make things happen. Um, But often what can happen is you've been conditioned to prioritize everything else above you. And 
it, it can feel like <laughs> you are, you know, it can feel like you were trying to contort yourself into a foreign being, um, just prioritizing yourself. But the fact of the matter is, is if you are ever going to, number one, create the life you want, if you're ever going to create the life you want, you got to stop settling for the life that you have. Like that's the, the hard and fast truth. And you are going to have to establish values and your priorities and make considerations based on where you're at in your life and what matters most to you in that particular moment. So join me in Badass Boundaries. It's three months, one-on-one, you and me. It's three calls per month, a, a just program, right? Exercises and me being your guide uh, on a, you know, audio coaching as you go through and implement these things, right? Because once you establish what the limits are, what the boundaries are, once you raise the bar and you, you know, say that you're committed to an elevated experience, often, you know, kind of all hell breaks loose <laughs> in, in a sense, right? It's almost like the the big demo before you can actually start building a house in its place. And so what can be really valuable is to have someone who's in your ear, like guiding you and championing you as you build the life that you want and as you build the career that you want and as you make shifts and adjustments so that you can be present and prioritize your relationships the way that you want to. And so anyway, um, join me in Badass Boundaries. If this sounds like your jam and you're like, yep, I for sure need help with this, hit me up on IG at Ashley Morgan Live and I would love to support you uh, in doing all of that. So let's jump in. So I want to give you uh, just, uh, I don't know, some additional context, right? color fill fill in the gaps so to speak <laughs> this was like 2015 2016 um yeah not really 2016 so much as like 2015 late 2014 into 2015 I was going to school full-time I went to Seattle U I was working on a major in political science and a minor in strategic communications at one point I was double majoring at a heavy course load and I was um, doing an honors program in political science and so I was I was I, I had a big commitment as it relates to school and I was also uh, working full-time I uh, my, my program wasn't offered at night. And so if I wanted to keep doing what I was doing at Seattle U, I had to figure out a way to go to school during the day and work at night. So I worked from 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. at a hotel doing night audits. Uh, And that was in downtown Seattle. It was for the, um, you know, big luxury hotel downtown Seattle. And so I would basically go to work uh, at 11 o'clock. I would get off at 7 a.m. And then I would, depending on the day of the week, whether it was Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Tuesday, Thursday, my first class would be at 7.45 or 8.15. So that was basically enough time for me to get off of work, go get a coffee, run, you know, splash some cold water on my face, you know, like eat a bagel and then like sit down and be in class. And then, you know, again, depending on day of the week, I was in class until either 12 o'clock or two o'clock. And so I would get off of work or, you know, I would, excuse me, I would get off work. I would go to school. I would do the school thing. I would get home and then I would nap. Um, I would take a short nap for an hour or two, and then I would get up and I would do homework. And then if I had time in the evening, um, then I would try to get another nap, like another short nap from like 8.30 or 9 to like 10-ish, because like I said, I had to be at work at 11 p.m. And I did this for 
over 18 months, um, somewhere around 20 months, I think. And it was one of those seasons in my life where it was like, I look back on that time and I'm like, how did you even do that? Like literally surviving day in and day out on like three hours of sleep. And, um, you know, it's always one of those things that just reminds me that when you are committed to something and focused and motivated, you will absolutely dig deep into your personal reserve and come up with the strength and the energy and um, the stick and just like the grit to make whatever needs to happen, happen. And, you know, it's it's just like, it, it's, it's proof, right? That like when you decide, okay, this is really what matters to me right now. And I am dedicated to this. I'm committed. Like it's, a, it becomes a non-negotiable, you know, my education was super important to me. I, I didn't take the traditional path out of high school and into clo- uh, college. I did, um, when I was a, a senior in high school, I did a year of running start. And story for another day, how I ended up <laughs> doing that program. But it, it did teach me some really valuable lessons. Uh, and uh, so I had a year of college under my belt. And um, then I delayed it. I started working full time as a manager. And then my career started to accelerate and grow. And I started, you know, making more money as you do and got into kind of that trap of like, oh, now I make too much money to like set aside what I'm doing and like kind of pause and go back to school. Um, You know, that was, of course, the lie, the illusion that I was believing. But anyway, uh, so I had taken a non-traditional path in uh, in terms of like career and college. And so I was, you know, I was kind of hitting the pause button um, on on work and whatnot. But it was really important to me. I wanted to I loved school, number one, like I love learning. Uh, that's <laughs> probably obvious. Um, I was for sure that kid who um like was hiding under their covers at night with a flashlight and a book and like trying not to get in trouble for my parents because I was up reading way too late. Uh, and so I love learning. I love education and I'm really committed to excellence. Just, you know, when I'm working towards something like I want to do it and I want to do it to the best of my ability. And so school mattered. It was the highest priority for me. And so as a result, um, I was willing to do whatever it took to prioritize education. And, you know, th- again, this is one of those the just you know, lessons, right, that just reminds you that when you decide to go all in on something, when you decide to commit to something, um, you don't let anything stand in your way. Like it, it just failure becomes non-negotiable. Like, like it just becomes like a a non-factor because you just know no matter what I'm going to keep going like this is so hard like there were days where I wouldn't even like drive myself because I was so tired like I needed to be able to like sleep on the bus and take a nap there were days where I would like fall asleep on the bus and like miss my stop because I was so tired and there were days where you know I had a family member pick me up or drop me off or something because I just was like it's not even safe for me to be behind the wheel um and (laughs) that sounds a little bit dramatic uh you know and and I can remember you know sometimes like I, I I've never been like somebody who like loved public transportation either so to have to like do some of that but do it because you know this is like the best option for you Um, And then to be like walking in the rain and in the cold and all of that and just be like reminding yourself like how much resilience you're building. I can remember some very dramatic days, days of just like sheer exhaustion, being cold and being tired and being frustrated, but just not giving up and not, you know, 
not letting myself be stopped in the middle of something really difficult. And so while that's not necessarily the focus of the podcast, I do think it's an important kind of takeaway to just remind yourself, like you get to decide what really matters for you, the goals that matter for you. um, You get to prioritize those things, right? And I have a personal value around learning and education and growth and development. And education, you know, formal education for me was a part of that. And so I was prioritizing school and education like that came first, which meant I made a decision in my career that I I didn't want to have a job where I was like heavily relied upon and heavily responsible. And it took a lot of like mental and emotional energy, which is a part of why I ended up, you know, doing night audits for a hotel because it was a job that I could do on autopilot and I could perform at kind of a bare minimum level and it was still quality work. And so then I could study, you know, overnight or quiz myself or do flashcards or, you know, just get homework done and whatnot. So um, this is, let this be your reminder that you get to prioritize the things in your life that you really deeply desire. So the question, of course, you know, kind of with that is how do you continue to prioritize the relationships that matter most? And I'll never forget one day my manager, you know, who knew a bit of my backstory and whatnot um, asked, like, how are you? Like, Like I was married at the time, I've got a big family, I had good friends, and I was doing, you know, a lot of different things for church. And so he was just like, like, how are you making this work, like in terms of your relationships? And he saw me with my little Franklin Covey planner. And, you know, I had a black pen, a green pen, a blue pen and a red pen. And in red, I was always putting in the letters HP on different times and different dates and different things. And HPP stands for high priority person. And what I was doing is identifying where in my week and where in my month was I making time for the relationships that really mattered most, right? And so as we've kind of covered already, like I was really trying to value education. That was a really Um, important thing for me. And simultaneously, I also, as a core value, hold family very near and dear. And so my priority was, how do I make time for relationships with these people who matter to me? Like, how do I keep quality time with these individuals, um, you know, as a high priority thing that I'm doing, despite everything else that I've got going on in life? And that was the you know, kind of impetus for creating the like HPP system. And I had to consider like what season of life am I in? How much time and energy do I reasonably have right now? And then how do I want to spend that time? Like who are the people I want to be investing in in terms of my relationships? And so what I did, and this is what I'm going to encourage you to do, is to get out a sheet of paper and draw a circle, write you, Y-O-U, in the middle, draw a circle around that, and then draw, I don't know, six or so circles out from there. And each circle represents another layer, another group of people, another kind of section of potential relationships. So obviously it starts with you first at the center because you have a relationship with you, number one. That's the most important relationship because you cannot show up from a healthy quality place in other relationships if you are not good 
you know, personally. So there's that, right? So you're at the center. The next circle out is your spouse, your partner, your life partner, romantic relationship, whatever, you know, however you have that set up in your life, that's the next circle out. The next circle beyond that. So we're at like circle three. Uh, That's your close friends. That's like, those are your ride or dies. That's your immediate family. And when I say immediate family, I'm not necessarily saying that it has to be your blood family. I'm that that's your, your, the family that you choose, right? The people that you're closest to that you're like, yep, these are the relationships outside of my romantic partner that are really the ones that matter. Uh, for me, I have family there. And that, you know, that for me would include things like, you know, my sisters, my mom, um, a couple of cousins that I'm really close to, one of my aunts who I'm really close to, like, that would be kind of in that circle. Uh, extended family is neighbors, co-workers is in the next circle. So we're at four circles deep, right? And this should look like a, a bit of a progression. And that's, again, that's just, it's another layer of people that you're in relationship with. So in the next circle, that's number five, I think. That's like acquaintances, people you know on the internet, people who you deal with in passing. From there, it should be strangers, you know, just like people who are just really, they get the least amount of you. They get the least amount of your time, attention, engagement. So you should at this point be able to look down and see an image of, you know, progressive importance moving out and away from you. And that's a visual that can support you in making decisions around your energy and around your time. And I think it's really important that you do keep yourself at the center because even when you are like really, 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 really busy and the temptation is to not prioritize yourself, in fact, to push yourself to the bottom of the list and to give out first, it's a reconditioning yourself to say, no, I got to keep myself at the top of the list because really nothing else works in my life if I'm not good, if I'm not okay, if I wasn't doing this for myself, there's just no way I would have been able to continue to show up as a wife, as a partner, as a friend, as a daughter, as a worker, an employee, as a student, as, you know, kind of a mentor in terms of my church and all the things I was doing at the time. I would not have been able to show up in all the places if I wasn't still finding some sort of time for myself to do the things that I needed to do, um, that had to be most important. So to kind of recap here, um, you've got to look at what are your values, right? Values that I've talked about in this episode so far are family and also learning, growth, evolution, development. Those two things are really, really important to me. They have been a part of my core values for a long time. And, you know, how you honor those boundaries, how I have honored those boundaries has looked different based on where I'm at in my life. Obviously, when you're working and going to school full time and doing all the things, um, you, you don't have as much leisure time. Like you just simply don't have as much leisure time because you are just committed. <laughs> Your schedule is just committed. It doesn't mean school's not important. It doesn't mean family's not important. All of those things are neutral. It just quite simply means from like a tactical perspective, like a logistical perspective, you just simply don't have as much time as you normally do or as you may have had in the past. And that's not going to last forever, but it is right now. It is what's happening in this season. So you have to consider, here's what I really value. And here's the season of my life that I am in right now. Like consider the season of life that you're in right now. If you are someone who has small children, 
your schedule is going to look a lot different than if you have teenagers. If you are someone who has no children, your schedule is going to look different than, it, you know, let's say you decide to have children. Like that, that certainly is a shift, right? Let's say you have, you know, parents who are aging and need more support. That's a different season of life that you're in. That requires a different level of, you know, support and a different dynamic in the relationship. And so you've got to be able to consider all of these things and then make a conscious decision about where your focus should go, where your energy should go. What are the things that matter most? right now in this moment and then you establish your priorities and once you've done this work I mean I think the beauty of this is once you've done this work to like kind of tune in and get aware of like what matters to you and why it matters and why it's something that you value right now and why it's significant it it starts to get much easier to say no to things to cancel something to just not commit in the first place, you know, to prioritize the things that matter most because you're very connected to why you're doing it. And you don't necessarily need an excuse or need a justification to back out of something, to not commit to something, to say no to something you 100% don't. Just simply not wanting to do something is enough of a reason to not do it. Now, I'm going to say that again because I feel like there's going to be someone listening to this that needs to hear that. You not wanting to do something is enough of a reason to not do it. You don't need any excuses. You don't need to justify yourself to anyone. You don't need to explain yourself to anyone. If it's a no, let it be a no, okay? Uh, So from that consideration, then you decide, HPP, who are my people that are the highest priorities right now? And how, how do I want to, you know show up for them right now what's the best way for me to do that and then have a conversation with them and say hey like I'm just letting you know that um you know you know my my I'm stretched you know I'm stretched right now I've got a lot on my plate you know this is why this is what's going on and I'm choosing you as as a relationship to really focus on and really invest in have that conversation and then secondarily to that If there are other people in your life where the relationship dynamic needs to shift because you're in a busier season and you just can't be as engaged in the relationship with them as you have in the past, also have that conversation. Go to them and say, I love you. I value you. I value our relationship. And here's also what I've got going on in life right now. And so I can't be in this relationship, showing up in this relationship the way that I have before. I just don't, I don't have the energy. I don't have the bandwidth. I don't have the capacity to do it. It doesn't mean I love you any less. It doesn't mean you matter any less. I just simply don't have the time. And your people, the people who get you, the people who know you, the people who love you, they are going to respect that and they are going to respect the communication. And then you set some parameters for how things look and know that again, this is seasonal. Things are going to change. And that is the nature of successfully navigating relationship that's one of the most important things is being able to just recognize like where are we at right now understanding that as life happens and as the years go by and months go by and weeks go by your life is going to look different you know the schedule and the availability that you you know like I'm recording this on President's Day weekend and my niece she stayed the night last night 
And so, um, you know, she stayed up late and she slept in until, you know, like she didn't stroll out of the bedroom until like after 11 o'clock this morning. And, you know, I've had my coffee. I've been up for hours and she's like, how'd you sleep? (laughs) And I'm like, I slept good. I've been up for hours. What about you? And she was like, yeah, I was so tired. And then I'm, you know, I'm talking with her and I'm like, well, you do realize vacation is over tomorrow. You go back to school tomorrow. And she's like, what? I'm like, yeah, yep, your mom's going to be waking you up around 6.15, 6.20. And she was like, oh, man, that's awful. Because she recognizes that her schedule got to change and her focus got to change and how she operated in her life got to change for the five days that they've been out of school, you know. And so so it is for you. Uh, it, it Things get to change and they get to shift and they get to evolve, you know. That is a very natural part of life. So allow it. You know, I think, honestly, I think that it's it's when we resist those ebbs and those flows and those changes and those seasons that, that we end up trying to hold ourselves to this like unrealistic standard, right, of, of who we're supposed to be and how we're supposed to be and how we're supposed to act and, and all of that. And you get to just, you get to unhook from this idea that you've got to be all things to all people all the time. It is simply a recipe for overwhelm, exhaustion, being drained energy, you know, energetically and emotionally. And it it doesn't allow you to show up anywhere as your best, right? And if you were to think about, you know, what rest does for you, how it increases, you know, creativity, how it increases intelligence, how you're better able to access logic, how you are better able to, um, you know, be aware of the important things and the things that mattered, how you're able to be more focused and more clear. Um, You want to give those things to the people in your life that matter most based on what you value, what is the priority, and where you're at right now. So, I hope this podcast episode helped. If you have any questions about the little homework assignment I gave, um, feel free to shoot me a DM over on Instagram at Ashley Morgan Live. Maybe I'll do a post on this or put it in my stories because I do think it's helpful, right? It's just, you know... And I think that's one of the things that, gosh, I feel like we could just continue having conversations about. And it's this, when when you understand what you value and what, what season of life you're in, setting the priorities and communicating those priorities gets so much easier, right? And when you just do a little bit of inner work and tune in to like what you need now, what you want now, what you want to focus on now, just that self awareness allows you even the foundation to go out and advocate for what you want and advocate for what you need so that you are creating the life you want personally and professionally. So hope you enjoyed this episode. Of course, as a reminder, Badass Boundaries is open. This is the kind of work we'll do and you get help doing it. You know, if you're like looking at your life like, "Ah, I'm overwhelmed and I need some support. I'm just like, kind of getting the guardrails back up so that I can allow what matters most to truly matter most, you know what to do. Hit me up on IG at Ashley Morgan live and uh, I would love to chat with you about it. And uh, until next time, I hope you have the most amazing day and I'll talk to you again soon. So I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I hope something I said today was valuable for you and useful uh, that you can take away and use in your day-to-day life. Have any questions or feedback on the episode, definitely hit me up on Instagram at Ashley Morgan Live. And if you're thinking, man, I definitely need some support and I would like to work with you, um, also just drop me a note there. And of course, if you are, again, enjoying the show, 
and it's resonating with you, would love it if you would subscribe and share it with a friend, leave a review. All of those things help us grow this conversation and I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode.